Music. Reviews. Chat. Poems. Comedy. Writing. Interviews. ELFM. It's radio for so much more. Welcome back to another Red Kite show. It's the first one after summer. We've not been here for donkey's years. But we're back and uh, we're on the studio. Happy as ever. Smiley faces everywhere. So I'm going to run the table. Who have we got? Me, James. Hey. We've got Joaria. Woohoo. We've got Rana. Rana we've Banana. Rana Banana, actually. We've got Emily behind the desk. Hi. We've got Alex, who's in the other room right now. I don't know if they can hear me. Hello, Alex. And we have Mr. Henry behind me, make sure, I, you know, the whole plan goes well. And then I've got a special guest, which I'm not going to mention the name of yet, but we have a guest. Ooh, so, a quick ask. Rana, what did you do this summer? Um, I existed and I went to, like, sound it out and um, I tried to be busy. You existed. Wow. So inspirational, Rana. And yes, sound it out, I was there too. Um, it was pretty good, wasn't it? Which yeah. week did you do? One, two, three, or all? Oh. Wow, get in there. Joaria, you only did one of the weeks, didn't you? Yeah, but and that, I, I feel like I should have come to the third week because a lot of funny stuff happened. I feel like you should have done two because on the second week, you pushed me off the coach bus, didn't you, Joaria? Excuse me, that was your <laughs> fault. Look, you, you're, wait, let me just, like, for a bit of context, for people that don't know me, I am fully blind and I need like, someone to guide me. And James here, who's known me for about three years, still cannot guide properly. <laughs> Well, shots fired. <laughs> shots fired indeed. <laughs> Emily, have you got a microphone over there? Yes. And how's your summer been? What did you do this summer? Um, I'm kind of happy you asked because I went to France and Flamingoland. Ooh. I just went with different parents, that's all. What was your favourite ride at Flamingoland? I've not been there in ages. Um, It's either sick or, you know the big huge yellow one? The mm. big, huge, yellow mm. one. Yes. Can't say. Can't. Can't um, remember that one. Give me a clue. I'll see if I can. The big. The, the big, big huge, yellow one. Uh, the big, huge, yellow and blue one. Oh, and blue. Is it hero? No. The corkscrew. No. Mm, the wild mouse. We're get, I'm, I'm getting hints <laughs> from our secret celebrity in the room, but I'm not too sure. I don't um, even know what Flamingo Land is. Theme. I do. <gasps> I also. I've only been there once. It's I an amazing know. theme park. Yeah. Well. Yeah, Which also, also has a zoo. Oh, it does have a zoo. I forgot about yeah. that. We also had um, Ivory here, but they they've had to shoot off. They did choose a song though to play, didn't they? Yeah. Does anyone uh, does anyone know what that song is? Uh, uh, do you remember, Jerry? <laughs> well, I do. Luckily, "Busy Earnings" by Jungle. So, if we're ready behind me, do you think we're ready? Are you ready, yep. Emily? Let's hear "Busy Jungle." "Busy Earning" by Jungle. Is it play? No, click play.
Thank you, Ivory, for choosing that song, but you sadly had to dash off. It was Busy Earning by Jungle. However, instead of Ivory, who had to dash off sadly, uh, we have a special guest here today, as James earlier mentioned. We've got Fran from Brave Words Theatre, and she is the theatre director. Hi, Fran. How are you feeling right now? Hello. I'm feeling really excited. It's a long time since I've been on the radio. <laughs> when was the first time you were actually on the radio, or have you have you been like on the radio before? I've been on the radio once before in my life. Um, it was when I was in York Youth Theatre, and we got asked to do um, a York radio station. And I completely lost my words in the first minute and someone else had to take over from me. So it was terrifying. I don't know how you all do it because you sound like such pros. I'm so impressed. I've got a question before you start with your, que- your questions, Ron. Anyway, I like to ask people very random questions, I'm sure. What's your favourite ice cream flavour? If you if you like ice cream, that is. I, I love ice cream. Good. Absolutely love it. There we go. Who doesn't? So you've got a choice. You've got a big selection. You can have ice cream. You can have it once a day for a week. You got a big tub of it. Which one are you choosing? Oh, so Any just flavor. the one flavour for, for a week. Yeah. Um, it's got to be a sort of toffee fudge ripple situation. I, I can get with that one. I can get with that one. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, Rana. Carry on. Well, just on that note, I'm not a huge fan of ice cream, but. <laughs> are you serious? We know you're a fan of bananas. Really? <laughs> no, well, I don't like bananas either, but. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, Revelations. Um... <laughs> Okay. Well, I'm just a bit of a weird kid. Well, <laughs> and that note as well. Uh, how's your day been going? Uh, my day's been fantastic, thank you, Rani. Yeah, um, I've been I've been working in Doncaster with um, some very hyperactive but really really lovely children, which is my general day job. So yeah, excellent. How about you? Has your day been good? It's been good. But one thing that I am wondering right now is how do you keep that energy up? When you've been working with little kids, I, I'm just—I can't. I wouldn't. I would have been falling on the floor, like probably fainting or sleeping. Half, like, half asleep are you sure? Are you sure about that? You see, you're you're always energetic whenever I see you. <laughs> yeah, you all seem pretty energetic. I don't know. I think I don't really have an off switch. I think I sort of I get home and maybe eleven o'clock. I just go vroom, and my head hits the pillow and that's it. I'm done. But otherwise, I'm pretty much on all day. <laughs> like me, I can stay up until midnight. Excellent. <laughs> oh, I can stay up for longer than that. Oh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, so we know that you work in like theatre. So, what inspired you to start doing that? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, so. I've, I've loved theatre for as long as I can remember. Um, my mum took me to see a show, and ridiculously, I don't know what the show was, but I remember sitting in the theatre being just mesmerised by the lights and the action and everything that was going on. Um, so I joined a youth theatre in York um, with our friend Henry, actually. Woo-hoo. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. So <laughs> I, I joined the youth theatre quite young, um, and then we had a very inspirational youth theatre director, going to name off called Sarah Brigham Um, she's she's now working as artistic director of Derby Theatre Royal Um, and she was just a very inspirational woman Um, so she she inspired me to keep going into adulthood with youth theatre you mentioned uh, the first play you went to do you, did you, I don't know if you said, do you remember what that actually was? The first you, it's said? ridiculous. I can't remember. I can't remember the first one you I went know. to. I know. Really, I was, in my defence, I was very young. So I must have been about off. four. Well, <laughs> that is young. What, very is, young. what is your favourite play, like, currently? Oh, really? Oh. Um, the best play I've ever seen um, is called The Snow Queen. And it was it was written by a man called Mike Kenny. And a really beautiful version of it was done at what is now Leeds Playhouse. It was West Yorkshire Playhouse then. And it was just absolutely magical. Um, you know when there's a hush in the theatre and everybody's just really focused on what's happening on the stage and everybody feels part of something. It felt like that. It was a really beautiful show. When? Have you have you seen anything? Have you seen something there, Emily, were you going to say? Yeah. Once um, I watched... Um, something at the playhouse called The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe oh. and I thought it was amazing Excellent, oh, I'm really glad you enjoyed it Well, when you were in a youth centre did you ever think you'd be working now as a director, a theatre director? 
No, I never, ever imagined myself as a director. Um, I think as a young person, I always wanted to be in the middle of the stage, um, taking all the attention. But as I got a little bit older, I realised that that wasn't where I wanted to be. And I wanted to help young people to to have that experience and really enjoy their moment on the stage. One question I have is, uh, I used to be in theatre myself, I used to do musical theatre, drama stuff. Um, I found lines was an issue for me. You know, remembering lines. I do I do wonder, like, how was your experience with lines? Do you ever have to, like, remember your lines? And do you know... How did that go? I'm really jammy. Um, I I find it really easy oh. to learn lines, <laughs> I know. Lucky you. <laughs> I, yeah, I've, I've never had to sit down and really learn lines. I find that through the rehearsal process, they just sort of slip into my brain, which is quite useful. But I do really feel for people who, who find it difficult. I was one of those. I, I could never get it. So, like, it was more or less, I tell the people, I'm like, I was like, listen, I'm going to scan it, remember the key bits, <laughs> and it's going to be improvised. And I would do it. But then it would get, like, perfect as I go, and I go, and they'd be, they'd be fine in the end, so... I think that's a really good way I, to do I'd it. I prefer then. to just have like keynotes of like a one word, but you know, mm. far ass because you know I, I find it difficult. But you were gifted. <laughs> yes. I wouldn't go that far. Yeah. <laughs> well, right now when you're working with uh, young people, do you think it would have been like how the theatre director that you mentioned, Sarah, uh, was that it was as hard for her as well? Oh, I I would love. To I would love to think that I'm that I'm doing half as good a job as Sarah did. Um, the the kinds of young people that I work with are are quite different to the uh, to the young people that we had at York Youth Theatre. Um, I work our youth theatres are pay what you can. Um, so we work generally with people um, who maybe wouldn't be able to access youth theatre otherwise, um, because youth theatre is annoyingly expensive so we yeah we work with young people who maybe wouldn't be able to access the arts otherwise um so often they've never been to the theater they've never seen a performance so a big part of of my job is providing them with that experience trying to get them into the arts on on quite a basic level but then building it up and up um to the point where they feel really confident on the stage um, what made you want to decide to work with young people in general? Oh, you're just so much better than older people, basically. <laughs> you really are. You're, you're more interesting, you're more exciting. Sorry, any older people who are listening. <laughs> but it's absolutely true. Young young people just have such a, a fresh and interesting outlook on life. I'd always rather work with you. What, what? Do you mean like Henry? Um... Oh, you just call Henry old? I'm, I'm, I'm going like to redact my response to that. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> Henry, mean it like that. Henry, like Henry is an old. excellent age, and I will say he is, he is also, he is also younger than me. <laughs> um, why? Why should it? So let's say I'm just uh, I'm in high school. Not done any arts before. Why should I do arts? Why should I get into drama, singing, performing? Oh, Sell it to me. Why shouldn't you? Um, so I, I, I will never sort of overly sell the arts to anyone who doesn't want to get involved. But I think, I think everyone has a place in the arts, even if it is a, if it is a place in the audience. And the arts enrich your life unimaginably. Um, there are so many things that we wouldn't have if we didn't have the arts in our life. Um, in fact, we literally wrote a play about this uh, last last half term. If the arts were not um, were not in existence, and we decided that it would be an extremely grey, dull, drab existence. Um, and we came into difficulties in creating the play actually because we realised how many things are arts influenced. So we realised actually, well. If we didn't have the arts, how would we even have the clothes that we're wearing? Because someone has had to creatively design those. So yeah. there's so many ways, um, so many ways into the arts and so many things that the arts do for us. Um, yeah, they just they just enrich your life. Um, drama, music, everything, everything that makes life worth living, really, is, is an art form, in my opinion. Sorry, mathematicians. <laughs> For me, like one of the most important things like, about art is that it's kind of like an escape into another like reality when you feel like life is like getting a bit too much. Do you feel that as well? I think that's so well put. Absolutely, it's it can be an escape, but it can also be sort of almost an ascension, can't it? You can feel yourself going up yeah. a level, and 
really becoming the best you that you can possibly be. Yeah, I think that was beautifully put. I agree that the arts are good, but in, if it was a play other than um, the genre, like that it's supposed to be happy, um, I've heard that most of your plays, they're dystopian in the end with a happy ending. Have you ever sort of a sad ending? Because um, happy endings, they create hope. And I'm always hope, however, I do like dark things as well. Yeah, I, I agree completely. Um, and I, I have created, we, we have in the youth theatre created quite dark pieces and pieces with sad endings. Um, in fact, in one, of the, in one of the plays that we did this summer, a character did die. It was, it was devastating and I, I shed a tear. It was, it was quite dark. Um, but to be honest, we're living, we're living in quite dark times. Um, I don't know whether you've noticed, but yeah. um, lots, of, lots of quite difficult stuff is happening. Um, so I feel like I don't want to bring too much dark into, especially working with young people. Often, you know, what they're dealing with at home might not be the most lovely stuff. So actually to come to youth theatre and to celebrate something and to find a spark of hope can be can be quite a lovely moment. Um, but I do agree with you. I do like, I like a dark ending. <laughs> have you thought that um, this would really help their future? And have you, uh, do you have a vision for the future for the theatre? Oh, so I do. I, I really hope that we'll help young people in, in their futures in whatever way. We don't necessarily want them all to become stage actors. Um, but, you know, whether they become doctors, whether they become teachers, youth theatre is is something that has those those skills that you can use across all across all walks of life and social skills, confidence building all of that sort of thing youth theatre helps with it so I really hope we are we are helping them um do you feel like do you feel like your time here at chapel has has helped you in that way definitely Mm -hmm. I also think that I'd I'd love to think that youth theatres are just here to help people as well as like things like the chapel and art is really just amazing just as you said and another form of art that's coming up is a song that have you chosen that you've chosen. What song have you chosen? <laughs> I have chosen "The Middle" by Jimmy Eat World. This is a song that got me through my teenage years. <laughs> so, thank you very much. Thank I think so much. it's about time for a song, so like you said, let's hear it. Thank you very much, and uh, let's hear it.
Welcome back. That was Bloodwater by Grandson. And also, that was Tyrannus' choice, you know. Anyway. Um, Alright, so. Uh, um, today, for the nature chat, we have a special guest. Drumroll, please. Henry! It's nice to be here and not just like stuck at the back with everyone insulting me for the first half of the show. Um, I'm the broadcasting worker here at Chapel FM Arts Centre and so rarely do I appear on Red Kite. But I'd love to know, Emily, you said you wanted to talk about nature and you said you were inspired by watching a video many years ago when you were littler. Tell us about that video. Um, So my teacher, yeah, um, in year three... My teacher had put um, a video on of, like, you know one of those wildflowers? Fires. Okay. Sorry. Um, and I saw it destroyed the nature, and I felt like I was literally going to start to cry. Um, so that's how, how I first wanted to help the environment. I had a similar experience, Emily, where I went to a zoo once and saw a video and it was about destruction of nature and I was so 
shocked by it and I came up very, very emotional. Mm. Do you think that's a good way to get people to feel about the environment is to make them a bit scared and shocked? Um, not really. I think the best option mm-hmm. is to create like a protest and make people oh, um, destroy less environment mm-hmm. instead of more. So, like, yeah, sorry, um, go on, Emily. Like, for instance, make less paper. Like, in schools, you know how people use paper? Yeah, and recycle. Yeah, um, <laughs> I just saw Alex go like crazy. <laughs> Alex is so frustrated by this as well. Um, so he's why, on the desk, but he's so angry he had to gesticulate. So, why don't, um, this was Alex's idea, but I'm pitching it. Anyway. <laughs> Um, Alex came up with this brilliant idea, which I could not argue with, anyway, um, about people who are going on computers instead of using paper. In, and apparently, um, in his school, apparently, um, they tell them to u- recycle paper, yet um, whenever they cut something up, they, like, don't reuse the cuts of paper so Alex so Alex suggested that they use computers instead so there's no um, paper and if people don't have one um, the school could give them London one for school you know to do it and I think personally it's a lot more fun on computers yeah great and, um, well, okay, here we go. Juaria said before, oh, I don't want to be part of this conversation. And here she is with a hand up. So, Juaria, uh, you yeah. can't help but chipping in. Go on, what have you got to say? Um, yeah, I'm just say- saying I agree with them what was just said there because I don't know if this is for environmental purposes or yeah. just because COVID, but like in my um, college, we use Chromebooks like all the time for almost mm. everything. Hey, well, we all use paper when we're just making like, really small notes or doing group tasks, but I don't know what they do with that, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, all right then, okay, I'm going to throw something back at you guys then. Paper, Uh-oh. trees, plant them, grow them, chop them, plant them again, it's a cycle, we can get more paper. The components for Chromebooks need to be mined, they are minerals. There's a limited amount of them. You can, once all those minerals are gone, all the parts that, and I'm not, I'm not a scientist, you can tell, but all the bits and pieces inside them, the, the, that it, that requires, um, that requires uh, uh, mining. What about the electricity? That's using fossil fuels. That's getting energy to power those Chromebooks. So, just throwing it out there, that is that the best solution? Just to make everything digital? Um, um no, kinda. I mean, I'm kind of in the middle. I'm with Alex, but... Yes, there is a but, Alex. <laughs> but, um... What about computers? What are they made of? How do you, like, do it? Do you use the environment? Well, I've never seen a computer made out of wood. I'm just putting it out there. What are you going to say to your area? Because, um, when you're, like, mining and stuff, um, it can also release like like gases like into the atmosphere and um sometimes like like the greenhouse gases as well listen here on red kite we don't promise that we're going to solve every single solution right but it's all about keeping oh sorry do you want to solve emily well we're just putting it out there just putting out there that's what we do on red kite we just ask those questions and maybe the solutions will come well Thank you very much, Emily, for inviting me on to this feature. We're now going to hear something that was recorded yesterday with the brand new Next mm. Generation group, which Emily was part of and uh, Juera and Alex and uh, James helped out with and Rana was part of as well. So this is the first of three segments called Sounds of the Summer. Yay! Hi, welcome to the show. I'm Raj Rana Banana and today we have our co-host... Tom with us and uh, we're going to be interviewing oh, Hanin and, and Max yeah. so um, how is you guys' journey Hanin has travelled from Qatar and Max has travelled to um, Mallorca and we hope you guys have uh, had a nice journey Hanin uh, from a scale of 1 to 10 how do you find yourself wanting to go back to Qatar um, 
I would probably say a seven because I miss my friends and family back there, but it's pretty nice here too, and I will get used to it soon. And Max, uh, how was the temperature in Mallorca? Some days reached 39 Celsius. Wow. Are you dying there? <laughs> um, not necessarily. I love the heat. I would honestly stay there if I had the option. Yeah. Um, it's 45 degrees. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it was honestly just great. Some days I wanted to jump in the pool, just just in my, even in my nightclub, just hop in that pool just to cool down. Oh, that's... I, I, I would literally be just watching Netflix, but then dying of the heat as well. So, <sighs> so I'm, I'm much more of a cold person as well. <laughs> Um, Hanin, how do you find the temperature here in the UK? I find it pretty cold because back where I used to live, temperatures wouldn't re- wouldn't go below much below seventeen to eight, like eighteen to seventeen degrees. Okay, is the food much difference, both in taste and culture? Or? Oh, I feel like the food there is much better. Do you guys have different food from here? Or like yes. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what about you, Max? How's the food then? Honestly, it was the same as England. Also, um, but in Salou, where I went, the food was actually different. Uh, there were actually different types of food I'd never even heard of in Salou. My other holiday to Spain. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Well, thank you everyone for listening, and we hope you have a nice day. Goodbye. This is Rad. So that was one of three parts. One of three parts of um, a new feature called "Sounds of the Summer." Now it's me, Joaria, and Alex talking about inspirational people. So my the one I've chosen for this is Ed Sheeran because, like, yeah, you may like, think that he is like um, one of the top artists right now, but when he was younger, he had gone through quite a lot. Um. He was bullied quite a bit because like, he had a stutter, but then when he'd sing, he sounded like completely fine. And also, um, that he his voice wasn't exactly like, the greatest at one point, but then he got like better over time. And he also failed like some like GCSEs, and people were telling him that he wasn't gonna make it. But now he's more of like the biggest artist, and he's like always really like chill, and he's always really nice to like, all of his fans and everything. So Alex, who's yours? And I, I kind of agree with this one as well. Yeah, so um, <laughs> my inspirational person is Ian Somerhalder. So he's basically an actor, a model, and a, a environmentalist. So a point, like my first point on why he's inspirational, um, in 2019, in October, I before then I started watching um, Vampire Diaries, which is what he's in, and then in October my granddad passed away and since then he's been so inspirational to me he's made me laugh even when I'm sad he's at some points made me cry even when like I probably shouldn't um but he's he's been so inspirational and earlier on in his acting career he played a bisexual character in a film called Rules of Attraction and after that he got a little bit of like hate from certain fans and but then he also supports a foundation called it's it get better it's get better it gets better <laughs> it gets better um and it's in aid for suicide amongst lgbtq plus um youth and him and a few of his um co-workers who he used to have um also support it um but also another point on why he's very inspirational is that he supports massively to helping the environment and since like he was younger he's loved animals he's loved the environment and wanted to help it and he's fostered animals he's made his own foundation on his 32nd birthday um and he basically said instead of like gifts for his birthday he wanted to make his own foundation and to support people um and animals in 
obviously climate change and global warming. So yeah, any more points to her? Uh, no, but I, to, I definitely agree with that. And he's got some like, really inspirational quotes as well, some that I've heard. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah. So we are going to go into a song which is my choice and Jewari's choice yeah. called Ungodly Hour by The Fray. Cause your eyes, they tell me more than your words Don't go, don't leave me now Cause they say the best way out is through I held on to my way tightly And stay still until you know Tomorrow finds the best way out is through She begins to leave because of me Her bag is now much heavier I wish that I could carry her But this is our
out to all the babies, mamas, 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 <laughs> baby mamas, mamas. Yeah, go like this. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Like having a voice come from her neighborhood to the studio trying to fight me. She need to get a piece of the American pie and take her bite out. That's my house. I disconnect the cable and turn the lights out. And let her know her grandchild is a baby and not a paycheck. Private school, daycare, medical bills, I pay that. I love your mom and everything. See, I ain't the only one who lay down. She want to rip you up and start a custody war. My lawyer, stay down. She never got a chance to hear my side of the story. We was divided. She had fish fries and cookouts for my child's birthday. I ain't invited, despite it. I show her the utmost respect when I fall through. All you do is defend that lady when I call you. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Then the puppy love thing together dream about that crib with the good year swing on the oak tree. I hope we feel like this forever, 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 ever, forever, ever, forever. Never seems that long until you're grown and notice that the day by day ruler can't be too wrong. Miss Jackson, my intentions were good. I wish I could become a magician to abracadabra all the sadder. Thoughts of me, thoughts of she, thoughts of he asking what happened to the feeling that her and me had. I pray so much about it, need some knee pads. It happened for a reason, one can't be mad. So know this, know that everything's cool. And yes, I will be present on the first day of school and graduation. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Never meant to make your daughter cry. I apologize a trillion times. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Never meant to make your daughter cry. I apologize a trillion times. Look at the way he treats me. She look at the way you treat me. Skiller knows homegirls ain't got enough to creep, G. Without a pad on, you left to straddle and ride this thing on out. And the union girl ain't speaking no more, cause my d*** all in, I'm out. I'm talking about jealousy, infidelity, can be cheating, beating, and the to the G, they be the same thing. But who you placing the blame on? You keep on singing that same song, let bygones be bygones, you can go and get the hell on you and your mom. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Never meant to make your daughter cry. I apologize a trillion times. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Miss Jackson by Outcast. Um, so I'm Amos. Then Emily. And we're gonna be doing some interviews and talking about what people have done over the summer. Um, so first, Emily's just gonna ask me some questions about a holiday that I went on. Yes. Um, did you go on a holiday? Uh, yes, I did. I went to Croatia. Okay. And when was it? Uh, so I went. We went on the twenty eighth so that we'd land for the 29th, which is my mum's birthday. Okay, and would you go again? <coughs> uh, yes, I absolutely would. I had a great time there. And what was the most best thing you did? 
Um, so just near to where I was, there was another beach, and there was a huge inflatable obstacle course there. Um, and we did it twice. It cost enough. <laughs> um, and it was on the water, and it was very fun. It sounds it. And um, did you enjoy it? Uh, yes, I did. So while we're on the topic of holidays, Kenneth, you also went on a holiday, didn't you? Yeah. Um, so where did you go? I went to Hong Kong. Oh, and was that to see some family or? Yeah, I went to see some family. And did you enjoy it? Yes. You had a good time. Um, and uh, you'd go again, obviously. Yeah. yeah. All right. So um, now we're going to get political. So uh, anybody who's listening that doesn't like politics, maybe stop listening. But the new prime minister, Liz Trust, has been talking down round day high school and we have a round day high school student here with us uh so henry can you tell us what liz truss actually said right so she said that while attending my high school she saw children who failed and were let down by low expectations um now i personally agree with that statement but do you no it's outrageous (laughs) and why do you think it's so outrageous because i go to a good school and do you enjoy it? Yeah. Are students constantly being let down by poor expectations? No. Are you sure? I'm pretty positive, yeah. Alright, so um, now Kenneth is going to introduce a song uh, which Callum picked. Now a song, The Fear Paid. The song was called The Fear by The Score. And I found out about it because... I listened to a song called Born For This by The Score and it came up as a recommendation. Knock me down, all the demons creeping in, oh Another round trading shots with my ego Running can't tell me now Your chains only drag me down I've battled hard with a face in the mirror Every scar makes me dig down deeper Push it till there's nothing more Cause I'm stronger than I was before It's time to stand up, stand up Show me what you made of
um, yeah, that was that song. And so, Emily, during the summer, where did you go? I went to Flamingo Land. And uh, did you ride good roller coasters? Did you enjoy it? Yes. Uh, so what do you think was your favourite roller coaster there? Um, probably sick because it's the new one. Yeah. Yeah. Because it had lots of loop to loops and it was really fun. Right, so I've got six consonants and there's two vowels. I've got a P, an M, a C, an A, an E, an L, an F and a H. I'm just gonna say it starts with a C. Maybe it starts with a C. Uh, what comes after C? Oh, I think it. I think it's a H. Next, it has to be a vowel. Maybe I'll, I'll put an A there. Uh, next, mm, I think I'm gonna put a P. Uh, another vowel has to be next, so that leaves the E. And I think that then an L. Oh, I'm almost done. That leaves FM. It has to be Chapel FM. Hello, and this is our little small feature. I am the host Oliver and I'm going to introduce everybody to you. To my right is Fia. Hi guys I am Fia and I'm really excited to be on this little feature. And we also have Stephen. Hi my name's Stephen. Lizzie. Hi I'm Lizzie and our other friend who doesn't want to show his name. Hi. So Let's talk about our favourite parts of the summer. Theo, let's start with you. Well, I went to America this summer and probably one of my favourite parts was going to Disneyland in Florida. Uh, my favourite ride I did was probably the Tower of Terror, which I went on twice. There was no queue at all really for that and I think if you ever go, I'd recommend going on that one to be honest. How did you like Disneyland then? Uh, it was really good, it's just an overall atmosphere to be honest. Was it different from America to England? Uh, very, very different honestly, yeah. Just a whole different environment and culture, just everything honestly was different. Yeah. Right, Stephen, what was your favourite part? Well, my favourite part of the summer, well I didn't do much activities over the summer, but I did go to Chapel FM Sound Out which is an event hosted by Chapel FM where we go to various places and we make a radio show out of it. So basically my favourite place that we went was the coal mines in Sheffield, I think. Uh, Wakefield, no, Wakefield, <laughs> sorry. Uh, and we went down into the coal mines and it was really scary and dark, but we had head torches and it was like a whole new experience for me, so it was really fun. Lizzie, what was your favourite part? I went on an eight-hour coach trip to Torquay, and it's that's at the bottom of the UK. And yeah, it was really fun. What was your favourite part about Torquay? Um, there was a spare, and I went on this ginormous ride. And I'll end with mine. We went to um, an island called Rhodes in Greece. We had a brilliant time there. It was, it's a very nice place filled with great people and i want to go there again sometime so um how did you guys deal with the heat wave in the early on in the summer well to be honest earlier on in the summer i was in america to be honest so um i didn't really experience it here but it was very warm in america still so just warm yeah Stephen, how did mm. you deal with it well the heat wave the hottest parts of the heat wave were usually in the school like school term and uh, my school was hosting a school trip so it got cancelled because of the heat wave but luckily i went on the school trip to edinburgh so and it was only 24 degrees there so i kind of survived the heat wave how is edinburgh did you see anything good there uh, we mainly just went on a walk around the town we went to the seaside we yeah experienced a lot of things but right, me, yeah. we don't have much time left, so I'm your host, Oliver, and thank you for listening. And we're back. And also, we've got Henry back too. Hooray! Woo-hoo! He's great, we love him. He's brilliant. You're talking about yourself there, Henry. I am, but what we need to talk about is inspirational people. So Alex Indeed. and Jueria had their, uh, had their votes, but you, your inspirational people are a lot closer to home. In mm-hmm. fact... They are at home. They are your family. Do you want to tell us why you instinctively, Emily, were like, my inspirational people are my family? Because they've been at my back since I was born. 
and I want to give a big shout out to my big sister and um, the rest of my family. What's your big sister's name? Evelyn Kalman. Evelyn Kalman, lovely. So, and and uh, she gave you something very special when you were born, didn't she, Emily? Yes. What was that thing? She gave my parents um, an idea of my name. Okay, very good. So, what inspires you? What sort of person is Evelyn that inspires you to to? It's I don't know. Be not, better. What What is that factor? It's not just my big sister. Yeah. It's the whole of my family. So tell us about why the Cowman family are people that inspire you. Why? Oh well, all your family on both sides, mum and dad. Why is it that everyone inspires you? Because everybody has my back, and is very nice to me. Even though my parents got a divorce. Mm-hmm. Even so, everyone's still supportive and nice to you. Good. Of course. And so tell us about this song that you've chosen, Emily, called... Well, it's quite rude. It's telling someone to shut up and dance. <laughs> Why have you chosen this song? Uh, because since we're talking about inspiration and family, um, I chose this song because me and my sister used to um, sing and dance to it. Used to? Do you not do it anymore? No, we just... We just Basically, do when it's on. It's just we don't really do it much. Okay, you're gonna promise me next time you see Evelyn, you can have a little boogie, little dance to this song. Hmm, me. I'm singing her tonight. <laughs> you're definitely a secondary school now, Emily, with that attitude. Okay, I'm, this I'm is. I'm singing her tonight. Who? Uh, hey, James, who's this song by? Oh, I shook the microphone up there. Oh, let me let let me just tell my head. It's Walk the Moon. I was moonwalking earlier, wasn't I, Henry? You were taking Jerry yeah. in. So anyway, let's hear <laughs> Shut Up and Dance, Walk the Moon.
and that was Shut Up and Dance by Walk the Moon. So I am going to do a little bit of a review of a theatre production that I went to see called Imaginary with my dad. And I basically, um, I went there and it was an amazing, like, show. The lights were so bright. There was, like, colourful and everything. And it's basically about, like, the first day of high school and you're trying to leave your childish stages behind and throughout the show some little aspects of you, your childhood then comes back and you start remembering all your imaginary friends or you or your like adventures that you've had with them and it's like to me it was very emotional uh, because even when I was going into year seven I was very childish and very like embarrassing even to think of now um because you go from being in year six and being like the oldest of the group to then going into year seven and being the youngest and you feel like the youngest because everyone's towering over you and I think that's basically what like inspired me most about it because it's like you don't have to leave you your childhood behind you don't have to leave your childish aspects of yourself so it kind of just very inspirational and the music was amazing as well so yeah um and it was at Lee's Grand Theatre by the youth theatre group so it was amazing any more points hang on well now we're here to say our goodbyes so Thank you, everyone, for participating. Bye-bye. We've got a bye from Emily. We've got a bye from Duary. We've got a bye from Fran, our special guest today from um, Brave Words Theatre. And we've got a bye from Henry, Martin, James, um, and me, as well as Alex, who wrote the wonderful review of Imaginary. Bye-bye. So now we're going to introduce the song chosen by Duary called... Crowded Room by Connor May. Connor Maynard. Connor Maynard. Maynard. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye, bye. 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 See ya. I still remember that perfect smile that you gave me the first time I saw you. I knew it then and I still know now That my darling I'll always adore you Promise me that you'll always be The same person you've always been And love me whether I'm strong or weak Say you won't let go, say you won't let go I'm standing in a crowded